Hey everybody, this is Jelly, coming in with our first, first take for the 90s first. I want to welcome our special guest, Cicero, over here, who's going to come in and hang out and give a friendly debate with, uh, you know, co-host Mike. Why don't you guys say hello? Yeah. Uh, hello, guys. <laughs> good to see you again, Cicero. You, you, good to see, good to see you to, too again, Mike. Uh, ready to get taken yeah, down uh, here? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's the first take of the '90s first first time for uh, yeah. me to be on the '90s first first take uh, for the first time this episode is ever happening for the first time of he's, any episode that sound, has ever happened. Sounds like the on last this episode when I particular... talked about control. First, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, oh. Well, yes. First. That's that's the first thing that I have yeah. to say. Okay. Yo, this is my first time meeting Isisro, which has been wonderful it is. so far. It is. Our, it is our little bit of get to know each other before the actual podcast began. Uh, yeah. Dude, I'm sad I missed the other one though. Cause oh it, well, you know, it, you know. Well, now there's a first time for you to re-listen to it and check it out and feel like you've met me for the first time yet again. And firstly, that's a, that's a good <laughs> <So> first take. <laughs> there was a <laughs> Spy Kids four. Um, is there that many? Just the most oh my God. Yes, thing. There, there were more than that. I think it was like Land Before Time. Cool. Spy Kids Four um, was in 4D, so not only was the movie in 3D, but like they they the fourth dimension was time or something like that, and they kept throwing in time in all of the things that they had to say during the course of the movie, <laughs> like it was the secret word from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Uh, so Yo, all of that, all of that first wordplay in the beginning of this episode made me think of Spy Kids 4. So shout out to Spy Kids 4. <laughs> ladies, and, ladies and gentlemen listening, that is the only podcast you will ever hear a shout out for Spy Kids 4. <laughs> there you go. That And that is why you tune in. Yeah. Yep. Heard it here first, and also heard it last. here first. Okay. <laughs> yes, you heard it here first. This is the first time you heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> this is already on. We're on rails, uh, right? <laughs> guys, first take. Uh, super glad to be hosting this because video games are not exactly my forte, even though I've played them for decades. Uh, let's jump into our first segment, which is covering video game news. And uh, right off the top, we've got a big lawsuit between some big names mike what oh, you got on it <laughs> well um man this was i don't i first of all this wasn't out of the blue right this right. fortnite totally planned this epic games was ready for this because here's the thing you don't you don't get delisted from the app store and have a video rendered animated and ready to go an hour later that is a propaganda piece against apple you just you just don't i mean that that video was insane um just kind of hitting apple to its core um i guess uh the the biggest thing is that you know apple and google as well google's in in the mix here they've been taking 30 percent of profits right cicero well, Apple Apple definitely has. I don't know what the Google numbers are. I, I think it's thirty percent as well. Oh, Google. really? Really? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't think I didn't think that the Google Store uh, was was charging as aggressively as as the Apple Store was. But yeah, that's yeah, that's it's news to me. It's the first I've heard of it. Oh my goodness, I love it. I just I love <laughs> so, it actually. Are you telling me they had the video? 
their their animated Fortnite parody video ready an hour later after I, after I they pulled up in the it, stores. Cicero, it was a couple hours, right? I mean, it was not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was it was like up on the heels of uh, this news breaking and and you know kind of the 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 world, the internet under learning of the news. There there was information, there was pushback from Epic and then they had their own um, you know, propaganda and and uh, response ready. They they were ready to clap back. Oh. Um <laughs> so and, and you know and, cla- and 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 clap back they did. Um but you you've gotta imagine guys that this was something that was known to Epic, you know, not you know, not to disparage anything that you had already said, Mike, but Fortnite is a big money maker mm-hmm. across the board. You know, it, oh yeah, it it makes you know it makes lots of money for uh for for consoles if they're getting a piece of that V Bucks action. Um, it it's one of the few things that's keeping uh, retailers like GameStop in business mm-hmm. uh, because parents GameStop, and, and kids yeah. are still are still going yeah, going there and pops and, pops figures and yeah. right and, uh, <laughs> um, and but also also you've got to imagine for for mobile device manufacturers or, or mobile OS owners mm-hmm. Apple and 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 Google that. Those things, no, I'm not trying to talk to you, phone. Um, <laughs> it, it is those things were also big money makers, especially if they're getting 30% off oh, the top. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. People are playing Fortnite Mobile. Oh. And if they're playing Fortnite Mobile, they're also buying V-Bucks. So, so if there was some kind of issue that was that was going on and you know either epic took umbrage to uh the way that they were getting charged or if there was some new policy with apple that that mm-hmm. meant that people were going to get charged more you you better believe that that was a conversation that was being had between uh some people that were pretty high up in epic talking to some people that are pretty high up in the apple hierarchy whether it be apple corporate apple or if it's just the apple os mm-hmm. group and you know people that are responsible for the stores and what have you um but it, you know obviously it didn't go the way that epic wanted it to go and and so they had to they had to create their own spin they yeah. had to go out there and create their own propaganda machine because this is going to be information that's going to yeah. be disseminated in, into the internet and they have to be able to have their talking points and and to be able to control their message as people are debating this, and they they did it so well too. Um, they they knew that they could get internet on their side because Fortnite Fortnite is just so big. Like you just, I mean, Apple's huge, Google's huge. Right. They're right. trillion dollar companies. They're, they're tr- trillion dollar companies. Yeah. They're big big guys um, in this in this industry. But Fortnite Epic Games is no slouch anymore. Like. Epic right. game they this Epic Games is not the Gears of War one through three you know right. this is this is Fortnite Epic Games and they're they're rich out of their minds um, and they knew that they were they were prepared for this um, like you said and I think I think the biggest thing is that ultimately this is gonna be this is gonna be pretty good for gamers um, I mean I think I think Apple and Google will I think their hands might be forced to switch some things around. Um, 
I, I don't I don't think it's going to stay at this 30%. It might go down to that 20%, maybe 15 who knows. Um, you, or or this is going to be a long battle um, where they're not, where they're not seeing Fortnite on mobile devices for for quite a long time. I I, I think this is going to be a long battle. Um, I don't I don't f- foresee um, Apple uh, especially kowtowing to anyone, uh, you know, not the least of which Epic. Not with that trillion um, dollar bank account they got. Yeah, right. Exactly. It, 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 because because this is how they became a trillion dollar in, uh, company is yeah. by charging thirty percent on the top <laughs> for for app uh, you know for applications that are on their on their service mm-hmm. and. If Epic, if somehow they manage, you know, Epic manages to strong arm Apple into giving them a better rate, then that just opens up the floodgates for other companies. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what what's Zynga going to say? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. is Zynga going to be like, hey, you know, we're we're not we're not we're not doing that or you ten, know? ten oh, cent. Or, even Tencent, right, right, you know? right, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Don't let Tencent get into get involved in this. No, um, you know, and then you know, then you really have a problem. Mm-hmm. Then Apple really has a problem. Yeah, and I don't think that they're willing to uh, open that open that Pandora's box of of um, I don't know being being reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Being reasonable—that's not being uh, profit-hungry, greedy. Uh, right. Yes. Right. So oh, I don't. Bl- I, I mean, yeah. I can see. I can see how they would not want to uh, to go back on any deal that they've already made, where they come out being the bad guys for charging too much, and then have to say, "Oh yeah, well, I guess we'll just we'll just take a little bit less." And now everyone else right. is going to go, "Yeah, well, what about me?" Right. And how right. many thousands exactly. of app developers and companies but are, uh, right, on the on the flip the side of that on the flip side of that though, Epic Games is fighting a battle for every small developer out there, because there's there's small. a small developer, no even the indie games I'm talking well, about indie yeah, games yeah yeah like, they're right right those, they're, those well guys that are, is that is also the spin mm-hmm. right that's those also guys, the those spin guys are that hesitant. that they're 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 the big guy. That is facing the bully, mm-hmm. the the exactly. the, the you know they are the Witcher that is out there slaying the dragon mm-hmm. for the villagers. Gotcha. You know the, the villagers being yeah. those indie games and and all that <laughs> other stuff, and you know uh, maybe yeah. right, <laughs> maybe they are, but they really, they really, like I yeah. think I think. I think the Witcher just wants some some uh, some some dragon ribs. Well, no, I'm himself. I'm with you and, on that. You know, he's you not know. really worried about whether or not the the village gets burned down. If I'm um, if I'm picking up what you're putting down here, you know, f- right. Fortnite wants money, right? Yeah. I mean, they're just as, yeah, they're just as guilty as Apple. Right. They're just as guilty as Google. Um, at the end of the day, right. they're in it for their business, and you know. The uh, smaller indie developers who who can't who can't afford the thirty percent to be taken off the top, they're they're rooting for them, you know. And well, and it's so, th- man. <laughs> oh man, this is gonna sound terrible, right? <laughs> um, because I'm about to defend Apple in that statement. <laughs> uh, so, 
Don't do it's it. not that the, <laughs> we can it's move not, on. It, right, but it's not that the indie guys can't afford mm -hmm. the 30%, right? Apple creates, they provide a platform. Mm -hmm. And they create, they have a, they have a revenue sharing structure that is built into that platform. And you as a developer who needs a, a place to, to have your product be shown and be purchased. Yeah needs Apple mm -hmm. to provide that space for the platform. So whatever that revenue share is, you can afford to make it make it be that. Now, of course, if I'm, you know, if I'm an indie developer and I'm eating oodles and noodles while I'm programming my my apps and I'm getting 70 cents on every dollar, I would much rather get 90 cents on every dollar, but I'm happy with the 70 cents. Yeah on every dollar that I'm getting now. Yeah. And, you know, and look, that sucks. But again, I don't think Apple's going to be reasonable in that, <laughs> you know, in, in, in that case where yeah. they're going to say, oh, yeah, well, we can't. They're the ones who, and this is going to sound terrible again, but they're the ones who can't afford to take 25 or mm -hmm. 20 or 15 or 10 cents on every dollar yeah. because they've got shareholders. They've got to make sure that instead of just being a trillion dollar company, that they're a $1.2 trillion company in a year or two. Yeah. Always, um, always pushing so, the envelope to get right. More, right. So, so I mean, that is, that's the thing. And if they, if they capitulate to Epic, then they're completely revamping yeah. their entire store and i just everything. don't i don't see them doing that no, I don't. for 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 a goofy video game well yeah i mean there's you gotta think that this ends in a plea deal something like that you know like i mean there's lawsuits involved we'll see but um the interesting thing is that you you have companies like microsoft that are doing something like game pass like what is what is the revenue share on that how much are right. how much are they taking um, You'll is it, never know. We'll never know. That's the thing. Is there? Is there? Is it profitable to send your game straight in the Game Pass? Who knows? Um, well, um, there are a lot of there are a lot of companies that are doing it. Yeah. There are a lot of games mm -hmm. that have that have uh, premiered yeah. on Game Pass. Yeah. I know, and it's um, it's crazy to think so. that some you know one of one of the quintessential trillion dollar companies has this amazing service that kind of they somewhat buy the probably buy the rights to get this game onto right. their platform and then give a revenue share right. back to the developers. So I think I think it's just an I think it's a fascinating story and I cannot wait to see how it plays out. <laughs> yeah. Well I, I mean I, I think I think if if there is going to be a game of chicken in which uh <laughs> Epic Epics decides that they're going to right, that they're gonna get in their Ford Fairlane and drive with their lawyers mm -hmm. against Apple and their Cadillac, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. and their lawyers. Yeah. Epic's, Epic's going to, they're going to pump the brakes first. Oh, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. this is, I mean, there there is just no, I mean, again, Epic has done phenomenally well. Mm. Phenomenally well with, with this game. You know, Fortnite wasn't even supposed to be Battle Royale. No, it was, you like, know, it was a zombie game. Yeah. It was a zombie building game. Two years ago, and now it is just you know it is just a phenomenon, but and it has made Epic 
tons and tons of money. It has been wildly so successful cash. for Epic. But in nobody's in nobody's world are they ready to get into a protracted, prolonged legal battle with a trillion dollar company. Well, who's we'll used see. to who's used to legal battles? I mean, Apple's no stranger. Yes. Apple's no stranger to be <laughs> in yes. decades long litigation. You're not going right. to be. You're not going to be sitting here going, "Oh man, right. what are we going to do?" Right. Apple's right. they got the coffers. They're going to back yeah. it up, and they're not going to back down. Well, that, that's uh, the thing too. You make a good point, Jelly. Is that like, you know, iPhones don't need Fortnite to to be no. extremely successful. So I mean, <laughs> no, right. you, you got that no, on. Right. Do not. You know. <laughs> right. So we'll see how it plays right. out. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. I was just gonna say. Are, 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 yeah, are we ready? On. We're ready to take into the next topic of discussion because I know Mike's amped for it. Uh, yo, Mike, you got it. You let us all know. Tony Hawk's new demo. Give us a dish. I mean, okay. What is it? Is it what we wanted it to be? Uh, I grew up on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. So, what are we looking at? Only the best game of 2020 let me tell you guys what this is this is is, okay this is what i needed in such a crappy year oh my goodness like all right let me let me let me bring you guys back it's night it's 1999 here i am it's 1999 n64 in my house got mario 64 in there we got goldeneye well guess what just comes out Tony Hawk's <laughs> Pro Skater on cartridge. Mm. Let me tell you, you open up the box, you blow on the cartridge, you put it down in the N64, <laughs> and you're playing Warehouse Man. And so, I, when when I heard the news that Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 was going to be remastered, I had to pre-order it. I had to get access to this demo. And let me tell you, I did not know I needed a high-res remaster of Tony Hawk <laughs> 1 and 2 until I played that demo. Oh, man, it brought back so many feelings. The Rage Against the Machine song, the original one, is in the uh, is in the opening montage, and then you get to the title screen, and it's the exact same song in the title screen from Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1. Man, I'm just... The the wave of nostalgia rolled over me, and it was it was some of the best feelings that I've ever had playing video games. Let me, man, you guys it, pre-order it, and then if you don't want the game, cancel the pre-order. Just play the demo. I don't care. You need to. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Cicero, so were you so big, the, the, uh, no, I I wasn't man. No, I wasn't. I wasn't a big Rage Against the Machine fan. Um, uh, I actually, I wasn't a big Tony Hawk fan. Um, yeah, that's, so the Tony Hawk series hit at a weird time for me. Uh, I think the first game dropped right around the time that my son was born. Like I had just finished college and, you know, I was getting, entering the workforce. I was adulting. Oh, no. And, uh, so, you know, so I was How losing time. Yes, adulting <laughs> and, can and, so and one of, and one of the things that you need for Tony Hawk to, to really hit right is, is the time to become proficient with the move sets. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you need time to just kind of play around with it. And I just didn't have that time. And I, you know, so I didn't invest in it. And, you know, skateboarding wasn't, wasn't necessarily a thing that I did. Uh, so you know, it didn't it didn't hit uh, in the right way? But I know tons and tons and tons and tons of people that that love that game. And in fact, my oldest son, 
played. I think the first his Tony his first Tony Hawk was uh, Pro Skater Two. Nice. So okay. and and we yeah and we played we played those together a couple of times. Oh, I remember man. like some trying to jump some gorge and some you know goofy <laughs> like uh, there was some contests or something like that that you had to do. Um, but like it was cool. Uh, Mike, is it does it play the same? That's the thing. Um, it for. For some reason, I think it's just slightly slower um, than what I hmm. than what I remember. Um, I, I still think it's fast paced enough where it brings brings you back into the feel, and you know, and I haven't played a, I haven't played like a, a truly real Tony Hawk game for a long time. So, hmm. um, it just like in Warehouse. I don't know if you've seen Warehouse, but there's there's this mm-hmm. gap that you go through to get the secret tape. Secret tape's up there gotta go get it and i didn't i didn't hit i didn't hit that gap once with tony hawk so i don't know if tony hawk's like stats are just slightly slow um and i just couldn't get Mm -hmm. it or if i'm just out of rhythm because i haven't played in a while but that's the only honestly the only grab i had you guys the best thing about this is when you bail when you fall it legit snaps you right back up like you you do this like it's like this really cool animation where you um, digitize and you just like you just hop right oh, back okay. up on there's times where I fall up in midair and I literally press A and I and I animate back and and I like get speed and momentum I'm falling on the pipe like it's it's crazy the load times Whoa. and everything it's All right. it's pretty insane um, and not to mention the game looks gorgeous just like I mean, I'm playing on my One X, and the One X is powerful. Let me tell you, um, and uh, dude, it's it's just. I mean, I think this is gonna be my favorite game of the year. That's it's just. Wow. I mean, that's just me. Huh? <laughs> All right. So. so it looks like I'm getting Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Only forty um, bucks too. Only forty bucks. Twenty dollars um, per game. Like, hey. if you think about it that way. I pinch pennies, bro. Uh, (laughs) I'll find it cheaper somewhere someday. Uh, uh, Last bit and more controversial bit of news. Uh, Let's go into, yeah, we're going to talk about it uh, because we got one half of the people saying, hey, it's not a thing, and the other half saying, hey, it is a thing. PlayStation 5 seems to be having some issues, at least reported by some third-party devs, with their hardware and hitting 4K and 60 FPS. Um. So yeah, where do you guys want to go with that, and have you heard about it? Well, uh, so the first thing I'll say is that uh, I don't comment on rumor or, or innuendo. Um, so, uh, hey, look, this is a thing that people are talking about. Um, we don't know, and what I'll say is, while I don't know if this is true, what I do know is true is that Sony is being very tight lipped mm-hmm. about this console. Right? Uh, I mean, yes. we just we just got to see that they're not only what the console looks like, but that there are two SKUs two months ago. And all we know about the console, uh, you know, those two SKUs is that one has one is digital. And, you know, one is all digital and one has uh, a, a physical media drive in it. And we st- we still we're 
two and a half months away from presumably because that's another thing we don't know the release date we're presumably two and a half months away from the release of this console and we know next to nothing about it so um the fact that we know so little gives gives rumors like this extra weight Mm -hmm. um because if you you know if you don't have anything to hide then why don't you come out and say some stuff and Sony's not coming out and saying no. anything about that this console. They've said that the interface is going to be dramatically different, but we still haven't seen it. Um, we don't know when we're going to see it. We, you know, there there's so much about this console that we don't know um, that these types of rumors can not only be uh, be released or you know be. Uh, uh, shuffled out into the into the world in this way, but they can they can be given legs because there's nothing there's no factual evidence from the manufacturer yeah. that would mm-hmm. that would you know discredit any of the things that people are saying. Yeah, and to your point, I they won't they won't they just won't comment on that. They're you know as tight lipped as some. Some other companies, for sure. Um, right. To be fair, um, and I'll just get this to out. Be of, fair. I'll get this out of the way. <laughs> the, the Series X is going to be the more powerful console. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's yeah, yeah. Like they have been touting 4K 60 FPS for the longest time ever since ever since the Game Awards last year. Right. But that that doesn't mean that the PS5 won't hit that 40 uh, 4K 60 FPS. Um, I think that based on and Cicero, maybe maybe you'll disagree with this, but based on from what I've seen from the initial Sony showcase, is that a lot of their first party developers are they they're really knowledgeable about the the system and its capabilities. Like for example, Ratchet and Clank looked phenomenal. Looked, yeah, yeah. All there's, the particle effects that were going and there's, on. And there, there yeah, is was, no yeah, way there is no way that Insomniac is not going to ship that and have four K sixty FPS. I just I have no I I have no like what's the word? Okay. If you say so. So no then what do you guys think about uh, a delay on the PS five? Do you think it's uh, likely that maybe there's a delay on release since they haven't given us a true release date of this year whereas I, Xbox I don't think has? So. So, so my prediction had always been that it was going to release uh, in November, uh, as the time that you know that is the time when you have to release your console. Yes. Mm-hmm. However, uh, I think that there will be beyond the normal, uh, uh, normal PS, you know, normal console shortages for for holiday season. It's yeah. a new console. There's you know the demand is demand is mm-hmm. really high. But I think the supply is probably, if if you know, if I had to put a number on it, I would probably say that the supply is probably a third of what they, uh, what they would have liked their supply to be at this, you know, for for this release. Um, but that is me completely speculating on yeah. on uh, what you know where Sony is right now. You know, Jelly, I don't I don't think there's going to be a delay, although. Nintendo has proven that you can release a console in spring and just completely dominate the market. I mean, just Switch has been 
Switch has been killer. Um, they haven't necessarily dominated. PS4 has probably sold still better, but I mean, it's. Right. It, but at the end of the day, Cicero's right. PS5, Series X, they want to be ready for Christmas. They really right. do. The, it's going to be tough. We're, I mean, we're talking about COVID 19, 2020. We're talking about mm-hmm. console shortages, like Cicero said. We're talking about people not having money um, right. to purchase said consoles unless they have right. the uh, job security as well as maybe some older consoles to sell towards it. You know, right. so mm-hmm. you, just, and, you just never know. And, and we're talking and we're talking uh, a a premium console at a premium price, mm. an unknown premium price, unknown, but a premium price nonetheless. Can you believe it's unknown it's and it's already game. August sixteenth? Yeah, it's all, yeah, yeah. It's well, crazy. I mean, we don't, we don't know as of this recording. We don't know the price of either. There are, we know that there are four consoles coming out, mm-hmm. uh, on or around November. At least, at the very least, two of them will be released in November yes. from Microsoft and Sony. And we know nothing about pricing. The The most we know about pricing is that there will be, it seems like certain games will increase in price. Yeah. That's all we know about pricing going, you know, for the next gen. Yeah, it seems to be. Which is, which is bizarre. It seems to be the consensus that, like, the Series X is going to undermine the price of the PS5 to... And they're gonna lose a lot. Um, they'll, they'll, but they'll gain a lot in Game Pass. You know, like they're, yeah. they're, yeah. they're totally Xbox is totally driven by software now and by services. Mm-hmm. So, right. um, I mean, but at the end of the day, like, yeah, we don't know if the PS5 is gonna be six hundred and the Series X is gonna be five hundred. We don't know if it's gonna be five hundred, four hundred. We, we just right. don't know. And you know. I don't even know if I'm going to have the money come fall, you know. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, I think. Most well, of I, what I, what I will say is that this is the last. I will go out on a limb and say this is the last group of physical pieces of hardware, console, you know, video game hardware that you'll ever have to buy. You thinking upgrade, upgradeability? No, no, I'm I'm thinking that uh, we'll all be in the cloud like that. You know, maybe oh, maybe you, maybe you buy. You know, maybe you'll buy an accessory. Um, I think that uh, you know my prediction for where games will go is that Microsoft and Google have the right model um, with X Cloud and Stadia respectively, mm-hmm. um, and that Game Pass, a service like Game Pass, will will pr- uh, proliferate with, without uh, within the the gaming community and you'll start to see more of those types of services the same way that Netflix inspired all of these streaming services. Um, and, and, uh, Sony, uh, who knows what's going to happen with, with the PS five. Um, uh, you know, I, I hope that it's successful. Um, I, you know, I definitely plan on having the console, uh, but, but at least so for right ugly. now, <laughs> it, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I've got to, I've got to play MLB the show. Yeah, I've got to play you. MLB the show. You. I've got to play, uh, you know, Spider Man, uh, Miles Morales. Um, so you know, there are exclusives mm. on the, on that console that that I I must play. I have to play them. So I will get this console. I do not like the the, the way that it looks. Um, and and quite honestly, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, 
<laughs> yeah, I haven't really been impressed with anything that they, you know, with with really much ninety percent of the showings that they've had, uh, with with respect to the stuff that they've got that they've been showing for for next gen. Um, Ratchet and Clank looked looked incredible. Uh, Spider Man Miles Morales, uh, you know, Spider Man was my game of the generation uh, last or this this Thank current you. generation. So so Miles Morales is definitely something that's right up my alley. Um, but uh, I just I just don't think I think that once this is done, once the dust settles on whatever's happening with the PS5 right now, uh, I think that Sony is going to start investigating how they can how they, too, can also create some type of service that makes sense. Um, and, you know, and they've got hardware that they can use to run their processing they've got sony tvs so if you you know they already tried it once before where you could mm-hmm. just use your ps your dualshock 3 mm-hmm. to uh to control you know control your televisions and stuff like that so going forward i i fully suspect that that's going to be a thing maybe it's just maybe you're just using a dongle on an hdmi port on your television for these new consoles but you're not going to need a piece of tech in your house they'll probably still sell some but you, no. you won't need one that's a 90s first hot take you heard it here first <laughs> there you go that is what uh that is what i like to call a stubnostication that is a, a stubnostication i like it <laughs> yes all right let's let that lead right into our uh, new segment we have test your might which will be our weekly back and forth between mike and whichever guest we have today it is cicero and test your might. <laughs> test test your, your might. might. Yes. Where uh, yeah, we're going to cover some topics. A uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, little bit of back and forth here between the two of you. And uh, and let's just jump right into it. Uh, video right. game news. More news coming out. We have on Xbox. The biggest thing that we've seen is a Halo possible delay. Not possible. It is. Not possible. Hey, yeah. Oh, it's a it is a for sure it's delay. Confirmed. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes. well, shoot, dang. Okay. Uh, <laughs> shoot, dang. Jelly is hearing that here first. Yes, that is first. Uh, <laughs> That's what we call a callback, guys. Cicero, uh, <laughs> jump right in. Guest of honor, right here. Guest go yes. first. Uh, yeah. How do you feel on it? And uh, then Mike, you'll have the opportunity to to try and debate it. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So while I, while I, you know, obviously I'm disappointed that the game's not coming out in November, um, it, the delay is good. Uh, I, this delay is good because the game wasn't ready. So if your game's not ready, and even if it's your flagship game, and, and uh, you know, Phil Spencer was on the Unlocked podcast with, with Ryan McCaffrey, shout out to Ryan, uh, and, and he said on that show that, no game is bigger than the release of the console, including Halo, and he has made good on that promise. Dang, you're gonna bring out uh, Phil Spencer in this argument, man? Come on, hey, well, I'm just, I'm just bringing out what Phil Spencer said. No, what, I mean, you know, he's I the mean, goat. That's, that's he's what the he goat. said. The man said it. <laughs> I heard it, so I'm just repeating it. Fine. Uh, you heard it here first. Uh, so, no, you didn't. Uh, you heard it on. No, you didn't actually, <laughs> or maybe you did. If if this is the first time you're hearing. So, um, but, but, you know, here's the thing, like your arguments flawed. If, 
Right. <laughs> if if this game released in November with the console, without ray tracing, with the flat graphics not being ready, um, then what you'd hear critics say is that not only does Halo suck, um, now we've got to wait for it to be ready, but Game Pass sucks. And this is why Game Pass sucks. Game Pass sucks because it gives... It gives uh, Microsoft the latitude to publish unfinished games and give them to you for the price of the subscription service. And that's not what you need. What you need is, you know, what Microsoft is leaning heavily into uh, two things in this generation. One was Halo Infinite and the other was Game Pass. And what what you need is for Halo Infinite to be delayed and be as great as it possibly can be when it finally releases to not only justify Halo Infinite's delay, but also justify why Game Pass is good. Um, you know, the only thing that a, a, a unfinished Halo can do is hurt that franchise and Game Pass and Microsoft. It would destroy the company. They save themselves by delaying Halo. Top that. <laughs> All right, Mike. Let's soften the blow a little bit. Uh, Cis- Cicero, <laughs> Mister Mister yeah. Stubby Stan himself. Yes, sir. How you doing today? I'm doing well, doing, sir. Doing well. Okay. Good. Yeah. Well, um, you're wrong. <laughs> oh, okay. And, and, uh, and here's why. All right. The delay. The delay is not good. Uh, They've been they have been touting the Series X with Halo. The, right. They have not been marketing the Series X without Halo by its side. Mm-hmm. When you delay the flagship franchise, the one that should have launched with the Series X, you are basically telling people go buy the PS Five because there is mm-hmm. nothing that is going to make you purchase the Series X software wise nothing there's no reason for it now okay here's another argument that you got you said that you know releasing an unfinished game going into game pass would screw up game pass but i disagree okay there's already hundreds of games in there that are just are going to be amazing on the Series X upresed with better as with a better SSD, performance wise better. I mean, you're talking The Witcher Three on basically a budget gaming PC, as a console, as a as a as a home console. I I don't think Game Pass is not going, even a budget gaming well, PC. Yeah, that that okay. Series X is going to be a mid tier no, PC. Yeah, I'll give it I'll give it that. That's my that's my fault. That's my bad right there. But Game Pass will not suffer. <sighs> oh, man. You know what? I hate the internet. And here's why. When Halo 1 released... Day- Except for you guys on the Yeah, yeah. Everybody listening. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> day 1, day 1 for the Xbox, when Halo, the original Halo, released, there right. was no internet for people to complain about the graphics. There was no internet at all. And now come 2020, Halo Infinite shows, and to be honest, I loved it. I loved the gameplay. That grapple hook looked amazing. I'm sorry. The the 
even though some of the textures looked bad, I thought overall it looked it looked good. It was a great art style they were going for. This is open world Halo. This is what I wanted. I wanted to play this day one with the Xbox. I think you're going to lose sales potentially because of it. And I, I just don't think it's good for the console as a whole. Mike, let me ask you a question, sir. Sure. <laughs> um, how many? Well, come November, let's let's uh, take a little time time trip. Fast forwarding, fast forwarding oh, man. Uh, to November to to Thanksgiving, twenty twenty. Um, how many Xbox consoles will Microsoft have released by that by that point? Assuming the Series X releases. On or before Thanksgiving? Day. Are you talking about the new, like the new SKUs would be two, but if no, you're no, talking, no, 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 I mean, just generations, generations, generations. You're talking about original generations. 361, and then the Series X four. So, so there have been four. There will at that point in November there will have been four Xbox console generations. Mm-hmm. How many of those console generations have released with Halo? Just one, the original. Okay. Now, <laughs> I'll also ask this. How many times outside of Halo and Breath of the Wild have you purchased a console with a launch title that you said, oh, this launch title with the console is the best game of, of that generation? Rise Son of Rome was a great game. Oh, oh yeah. Let well, you know, those connect those all those you. connect controls. Rise Son of Rome was actually not as bad as people I, thought it would be. Yeah. For a for a launch title. That is, that is and this is the note. other thing yeah. that you Yeah, for for a launch title, it was not bad. No, like and that's the other thing that we need to talk about. You know, just to talk about your argument that people would lose money or people they would not buy the console because the game is not there. When we talk about launch lineups historically, mm-hmm. and we look back at them, and we talk about the launch titles, we'll say a game was pretty good with the qualifier for a launch game. You don't buy a, a new console for a piece of software that comes out at launch, you buy that piece of software for the potential of great software in the future. Okay, let me ask you a question. Please do, sir. What's your reason you're going to get PS5 on day one? Uh Oh, because I, I have to have the shiny new thing? No, Spider-Man Miles Morales. No, Don't, I'm getting it because I'm going to get no, this shiny new thing. No. Spider-Man, <laughs> yes. If if but 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 here's the thing. So yes, when I get my when I get my PS5 day one, I will have Spider-Man Miles Morales because Spider-Man Miles Morales will be there and available. And I on won't day have Halo. One. <laughs> right, and you won't have Halo, but you'll have a, a whole bunch of other games. But here's the thing. I'm going to play Spider-Man Miles Morales. It's going to be seven, eight, ten hours. And then I'll may- maybe I'll play it again. And then it's going to be done. I'm going to have a great time. 
This is going to be done. Yeah. And then I'll have this console, and I'll be looking for software to, to play on that console. But if, if at the end of this generation, at the end of the PS5 generation, if my answer to what the best game I played on the PS5 was is Spider-Man Miles Morales, then that is a terrible generation. That is a terrible PlayStation console generation. I am not buying my console for the software that releases with yeah. the system. I am buying it for the potential yeah. of great software in the future. Yeah, I think it just comes down to the PlayStation 5 does have a killer app coming out with it. And that's that's what so people it, are going to be dragged to. I mean, and that without, is, Halo, man, without Halo, yeah. people are going to, they were on the fence. Right. They're saying, hey, there's going to be Halo, and it's going to be the more powerful and the better console. But now, they're going to go PS5. No Halo. No Halo. No. No Halo. Uh, yeah. So, I, man, I I've heard that conver- I've heard this conversation about the killer app. Uh, you know, with uh, and, and with regards to to Miles Morales, but I really question whether or not DLC is a killer Ooh. app. Like I've never heard that before. That oh man, is it DLC? I'm gonna though? get. I'm gonna spend six hundred dollars on this box so I can play this DLC. I mean, you can't play it on PS4. You can't play it on PS4. Um, I'm going to get this $600 box or whatever the cost of that box will be. And I am going to play this DLC. But it's not to play that DLC. Okay. So, you know, but like, I, I, man, I just, I hope people aren't thinking that they're going to get Spider-Man 1.5 with Miles Morales. Or 1.75. All right. Hey, let's leave it up to the uh, audience. And you guys listening, you decide. Mike, Cicero, who takes it? Who wins? (laughs) And uh, what's the final verdict on it? Uh, Let's take that PlayStation uh, conversation and keep it going with the next one. Uh, Yo, PlayStation 5. Controller locked in. No backwards compatibility uh, with the PS4 controllers. Mike, man, this is uh, this is not good. Uh, this is not good. You're you're talking about the PS4. What is it, Cicero? Correct me if I'm wrong. 125 million units sold. Correct. People people have PlayStation. Correct. Maybe more. People have PlayStation Four controllers mm-hmm. in their junk the in their junk drawers, just right. like the Wii controllers. <laughs> none of none of the fact that you can't bring a DualShock controller over to the PlayStation Five and just plug and play for some of the games. L- let's let's take uh, what we were just arguing about Spider-Man Miles Morales. Is there really going to be that many uh, that many things different about the controller where you actually have to use the DualSense? You know the haptic triggers. Microsoft has had those since day one with Xbox One, and Forza Horizon is really the only game that has taken control of that. Has oh, sir, you are wrong because also Forza Motorsports okay. <laughs> also takes. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I sit here corrected. I sit here corrected. Um, Forza Motorsport and Forza Horizon as well have you 
you know, historically been the only two franchises that really yeah. have taken uh, taken those haptic triggers uh, seriously. And uh, total side note, they feel amazing. Go play Forza Horizon yes. 4. Um, <laughs> anyway, there's no reason that you couldn't plug the PS4 controller, the DualShock 4 in, and play Spider-Man Miles Morales. There's just no reason. People, people plus, um, I heard a good argument the other day, and I'm going to reiterate it. The DualSense is probably going to go up in price. I mean, we've had $60 controllers um, for a long time now. There's there's no right. way that the dual sense is gonna stay at sixty dollars. People don't have the seventy, eighty dollars, whatever it's gonna be, on top of buying the console to get like an extra controller, to have an extra controller laying around. But they already have their PS4. They already have that PS4 DualShock 4 in the junk drawer. Like give people the opportunity to use um to use their controllers going forward. This is something that Microsoft is doing extremely well. Day one for the Series X, you could use every single controller, even third-party controllers, on the console. It's it's a game changer, and I think it in the end it saves a lot of money. I have an Elite controller here, uh, an Elite controller that came out in the Xbox One generation. When I get the Series X, I could plug it in there and start going and start playing. And I think I think that's amazing. I think Sony should. Uh, should uh, do something about this. Well, you know, Sony is doing something about it, uh, Mike. I don't know if you're aware, but if you have a PS4 game and you're playing it on your PS5, you can use your PS4 controller. <laughs> right? So, I mean, man, what go a, right man, ahead. What a shallow argument. Go, 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 right, go right ahead. You know? But if you want to play a PS5 game, you can't use a DualShock 4. Come on now. 4 and 5 don't match. You need a DualSense controller. <laughs> that is what you need. Let me let me talk let that me talk is some what sense they, into you. <laughs> right. That's I've got DualSense over oh, here. Okay. Right? Not just one cent. I've got two cents. They're <laughs> dueling. DualSense. Oh. Uh and and th- and that's what Sony's providing you. So, you know, I mean, listen, there, are, there is technology in that controller. <laughs> there are microphones. There are microphones in that controller that, that eat up the battery. <laughs> that every, every single developer, both first and third party, will use extensively and provide Sony... With a leg up on their competition because every single game that is released for the PlayStation 5 will take full advantage of that DualSense controller. And it's so much, it is so important that you can't. It's just the technology doesn't work. You know how, like, you know when when Sony was talking about when there was this big conversation about crossplay, you know, online crossplay, mm-hmm. and Sony said it was too hard. Yeah, they're behind the times. We just can't, we just can't do that. Remember when Sony, when people had PSN names, they had PSN names for a really long time, and and they wanted to change their PSN names, and Sony said they can't do it. It was too hard. There was too much technology tied into. Their PSN names. 
This is the same thing. It's the same thing, man. There's too much technology. There's too much riding on the dual sense for you to use your dual shock for. You don't want to use old and busted. You want to use the new hotness. And the dual sense is the new hotness. <laughs> Nobody's getting shocked anymore. Everybody's got sense, man. <laughs> Sony knows that. Sony understands that. Get on board. And yeah, it may cost you 70 bucks. But you know, life's hard, man. Listen, exactly. If you want another, if, if you want, <laughs> life's hard. If you want another, if you want another controller, you'll get an extra job. You'll work some <laughs> extra time, right? That worked for Sony in the past. It will work for them in the future. Okay. The Dual Sense. All right. So we've got Mike with the backwards <laughs> compatibility. Good. We got Cicero with four is not five. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll simplify this one. Real quick, what's up, everyone listening? Uh, what do you think? Let us know in the comments. Hit us up on our socials. Uh, should PlayStation 5 allow you to use a DualShock on all titles, not just PS4? Or uh, do we not need to get more sense? Everyone needs to get more sense yeah. and get that DualSense PS5 controller. That was that uh, was literally the best Cicero. Like I I cannot counter argument. <laughs> I do not have two cents. I'm I'm thinking with yeah. only one. I'm sorry. Four yep. is exactly. not five. Yeah. Not five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, you guys. Continuing. Uh, test your might. Sam Fisher, Splinter Cell, uh, coming to not Splinter Cell, but to R six. Uh, Mike, you went first last time. Cicero, Splinter Cell, Sam Fisher. Uh, look, uh, you know, yeah, fine. Uh, uh, Sam Fisher's coming to to Splinter Cell. I mean, to to Rainbow Six uh, Siege, and uh, it's going to be awesome to have him as an operator. Uh, seeing those three lights pop up uh, before he murders somebody will be awesome, but. All it's going to do is remind me that I'm not playing a new Splinter Cell game. Why is it that they're bringing uh, Sam Fisher to the mobile version of Rainbow Six and Ubisoft is teasing him in in this game and that game? And they're gonna, you know they're gonna wind up with a cart a Ubisoft kart racing game <laughs> where they've got Ubisoft man and Sam Fisher's gonna be in that, but we're not we're not getting another Splinter Cell game. When are we going to get another Splinter Cell game? And it's you know it's 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 that kind of teasing that is you know I mean it's 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 almost like Ubisoft is trolling their consumers, mm. like they're not even they're not pretending that Sam Fisher doesn't exist or that Splinter Cell doesn't well they're they're not pretending that Sam Fisher doesn't exist but they are pretending like Splinter Cell doesn't exist. They're trying to pull the okie doke on us like we don't remember what game Sam Fisher came from. <laughs> and they're just hoping that if they wait long enough we'll just think that Sam Fisher was just part of some other game. Like, you know, like nobody re remembers that Mario was actually from Donkey Kong. You know, so like Donkey Kong is part of the Super Mario Brothers universe. <laughs> that everyone remembers Mario from Super Mario Brothers and not from Donkey Kong. And that's what they're trying to turn Sam Fisher in. They're trying to turn Sam Fisher into uh, Super Mario without Donkey Kong. What's up with that? Splinter Cell is Donkey Kong. Sam Fisher is Jumpman. And he needs another Splinter Cell game. 
Mike. <sighs> what say you? This is where I hear you, man. I hear you. I hear you loud and clear. In fact, yeah. in fact, the the cries of the whole Splinter Cell community was felt within those words. But, yes. but Sam Fisher is so perfect for these one-offs, man. Like he is just a character that is is great for you know just getting into Ghost Recon Wildlands just doing a little bit of DLC here and there. He's a brilliant character. In fact, he's brilliant for R6. He has tactical abilities. He has he has the b- abilities and the mindset to be a perfect operator for R6. And in fact, I know several R6 uh, streamers, gamers out there who are thrilled to have him in their game. And, and Ubisoft is just... They're doing it right. They're saying, hey, let's put Sam Fisher in some of these other games um, just because they'll get a little bit more traction, and that's what they're trying to do right now. Sam Fisher is perfect in these roles. But, Cicero, I'm not done. Oh, sir. I am not done. I am not done. Okay. The Hmm. reason why Sam Fisher in these games is brilliant and perfect is because Splinter Cell is not the series that needs to be revitalized. In fact, Ubisoft, it is the Prince of Persia games. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we do not need any more Splinter Cell games. We need the Prince of Persia series to be back. It is a better series. It is fantasy. Prince of Persia Sands of Time is one of the best games of all time. The series is just dead and it needs to be revitalized. In fact, one would say that Sam Fisher is not is is not being ignored anymore. Splinter Cell has got its due. Prince of Persia. Where is it, man? There it's nowhere. It needs to be here. The t- correct franchise that Ubisoft needs. Nay, needs to revitalize is the Prince of Persia. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I did just say nay needs. <laughs> yes, the needs. It, uh, it was not lost on us. So, <laughs> so, um, so you asked where the Prince of Persia series is. Mike. Nowhere. Uh, <laughs> I would say, sir, you are incorrect. <laughs> it was in the previous two Assassin's Creed games. Is where the Prince of Persia games were. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Assassin's Creed Origins gave you all of your Prince of Persia fixes above and beyond. Uh, So, like, is Sam Fisher also going to be running around in the sands of time? Is it the the Sam Fishers of time? Um, The Sams of time? Sam Fishers Uh, of time. (laughs) Prince of Persia, the Sams of time. The Sams of time. the Fishers of time. Sam Fishers of time. See, Cicero, here's here's where you're wrong. Because let me just nip it in the bud right there. The Prince. Oh no! Prince oh, I've of, got I've got a bud to nip no, for no. you. Yeah. The Prince of All Persia right. series is a linear third-person action game. A lot of people did not want a full-fledged RPG out of Odyssey, and what's coming you, out you of be, Ubisoft doesn't make yeah, linear third-person games here's anymore. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> then get rid of the franchise. Get it to like Crystal Dynamics or something. Get it to somebody who does good linear storytelling because that's what Prince of Persia needs. We need to bring it back. 
We do not need Splinter Cell back. There is already Metal Gear Solid 5, the best, the quintessential, the quintessential stealth game out there right now. You don't need another wait. Splinter Cell game. Wait, wait a minute. Hold on. You're you're bringing you're saying that Ubisoft should forego some from some other title for another title, but then you're saying that the title that Ubisoft could make shouldn't be made because Konami made it. And I see, I see oh, where my what? point is uh, not yeah. valid. <laughs> oh, so but all right. Well, here let me let me let me get back on track for a second. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm just gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. You know, one of the reasons. So so, one of my favorite candies, Butterfingers, is the Reese's peanut. The Reese's Peanut Butter oh, Cup. Okay. Those are the best candy. The, yes, the Reese's Peanut At Butter me. Cup. Why is it the best candy? Because it gets your chocolate and your peanut butter together. In the perfect ratio. Right? In the perfect those ratio. Reese's Thins are trash, though. Get out of here with those. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the original, is good for a reason. But part of the reason that that is good is because... Your chocolate is good on its own. Your peanut butter is also good on its own. The Reese's Peanut Butter Cup is Sam Fisher in R6. But Sam Fisher could be in Splinter Cell, and that could be chocolate. Or it could be peanut butter. Or it could be both. In R6, but also out in Splinter Cell. It could be chocolate. Chocolate is good. Mm-hmm. Give us Sam Fisher. All right. In I'm going to take this one and wrap it up, Mike, if that's okay. All, you, all, you, I, all I was going to say is Sam Fisher <laughs> peanut butter is the Sam Fisher and Prince of Persia revitalized series. There we go. All right. Let's uh, usual jelly, <laughs> jelly wrap up here. We have Cicero yes. with Splinter Cell not only needs and deserves his own game, but also will do well in R6. And then we have Mike with He Wants Scenes of Time, Prince of Persia, yes. which is a different argument, but hey, I love that you made it. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, it was good, man. I even brought in the games. Come on. Yeah, you, you brought came. the games. He, he brought, he brought so uh, I, physical products. You came prepared. I bought these. Yes. I bought these for $3 a piece. They're, they are wow. normally it's a steal of a deal. 15 to 20 yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, test your mic. Let's keep going. Last one. Uh, Spider-Man. He's been brought up a few times. We got Spidey the Game. We got Miles Morales. We got Spider-Man. We got PlayStation. And we have the Marvel Universe. Spider's man. Spider-Man. Spider's man. The Spider's the man. The Spider's man. The Avengers. <laughs> and Spider-Man. He just, he just shoots out spiders. <laughs> ah, ah! <laughs> uh, so, Avengers making Spider-Man a an exclusive to Sony. Um, who's taking it? Which one do you want at first? Let's hear. Uh, well, I, uh, uh, I went first okay. last time. Mike. Listen, Sony. Um, you know, I think I think we're phrasing the question like, do, is is Sony feeling sorry about this deal? Like, do they do they really care? And and the answer the answer is no. It's Sony doesn't care. 
they they love this exclusive and you know it is good that spider-man is on sony playstation 4 only it is good for them because let's be honest they they just they know how to make the right deals you don't you don't see xbox doing this anymore xbox is too chicken they had that they had that thing with rise of the tomb raider a while ago where the game was only exclusive for about a year on that platform they saw how bad it was and they're too chicken but sony sony has sold over 125 million ps4s sony has the market share they don't care sony's like this is good this is good for our ecosystem you may play Spider-Man only on the PS4, and let me tell you, hey, that's going to sell consoles. Hey, that's going to sell the game on PS4, and hey, I'm, I'm going to get a share of that. Spider-Man is good on PlayStation. Don't at me. Oh, wow. Well, um, so, yeah, so what I think Sony has proven to be good at is pulling the wool over the eye of the consumer. And um, uh, or in this case, pulling the webbing over the eye of the consumer. I like the reference. Um, Yeah, because because what they've what they've done is they've managed to um, conflate the 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 cinematic ownership of the of the character with the ownership at the console level. Where people believe that, oh yeah, of course, Spider-Man is only available on the PlayStation because Spider-Man is a Sony product. Mm-hmm. You know, he's in the Sony movies and you know all that other stuff, and that's not true. And I'm gonna tell you why this is bad for the consumer, and I, honestly, it's bad for Sony as well, because there's nothing worse than thinking that you're getting one thing and spending a lot of money to get that thing only to find out that it was a sham that the house of cards was actually made of cards and not like two by fours and concrete and stuff do you know how to build um (laughs) yeah yeah uh well but because what this means is that this Avengers game is going to is a third party game, or you know, it's a third party game. It's going to be multi platform, mm-hmm. um, and in order for this game to be multiple multi platform, but have an exclusive character on the Sony on the Sony console, that means that Spider Man's not going to get any dlc there's not they're not going to do any story beats for it there aren't going to be any exclusive missions there there's nothing there's probably almost certainly not going to be uh that character is not going to be voiced so what you're getting is basically an avatar that sticks to walls and so you're not getting a lot for this game that is going to play on the console it'll look good on your console but it will look better on the Series X. We know this hmm. because the Series X is objectively more powerful than the PS5. So you are spending your money to get access to a character that I love. Spider-Man is my favorite character in all of fandom. But I am not going to get Avengers on the PS5 because 
just so I can play Spider-Man because I won't be playing Spider-Man. I'll be playing fake guy who sticks to walls that has the Spider-Man logo on him. Um, and and really not even playing uh, any of that when it, when it really boils down to, I'm just going to be doing Iron Man's quest or uh, Miss Marvel's quest as fake Spider-Man. Not worth it. Not worth it at all. <sighs> Cicero, Cicero, Cicero. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, my friend, my my good, I, my I, good, I, you buddy. know. I'm I'm flipping the I'm flipping ahead. the table. My heart is too wrecked right now. I cannot argue this. <laughs> Spider Man needs to be on every single council. This is ridiculous. I'm right. flipping the table. Well, well, it, I'm yeah, done arguing. Well, it is. You win. Yeah, it is. It's it should it should be on every console because then if we if we got it on every console then we could actually get some Spider Man issues. But now we're Man. not going to get those. Yeah, dude, now we're not going to get those. Ever. I can't do it. I'm Ever. sorry. Minus Spider Man. I'm sorry. He yeah. will not be a big part of it. He will not be crucial to the story or any of the stories in the game. We're losing right. out on a pivotal member and probably one of the best members of the Avengers. That is correct. And sir. if people if Jelly, people thought that I was Jelly makes the. The most cogent people, argument. If people thought I was going to keep a straight face on that, I just, I just can't. <laughs> I'm just, I'm sorry. Um, I made my argument. Yeah. Um, if you yeah. don't trust me anymore, you have then, to play the game, man. You know, we could, we could have Cicero, Cicero arguing for me all every week. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, no, Spider-Man needs to be on every single console. This is, this is right. absolutely ridiculous. Um, it is not a consumer-friendly thing. Xbox has done this in the past, and they have seen the fruits of it. And it's bad fruit; it's sour. Um, and it's I'm I'm very surprised that Sony is, or and rather, I would say I'm very surprised that developers are still, um, still kind of taking these deals. You know, but I mean, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Right, you know? right. You're going to say no to it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. But. Hold on, hold on. Hey, guys, can we uh, can we, can we, we just have Spider-Man over here? No, come on. We want to keep it with, you know, like it's not really consumer friendly. We, you know, we've got all these plans. Hold on a second. Beep, 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 beep. And, you know, and then this truck of money just backs up. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. You you know, yeah. Like I was saying, Spider-Man is a Sony property. <laughs> you guys got the movies. And, and there there it is. It, this is... Uh, so, for those people who want to look at uh, the story that we were talking about earlier with the PS5 and, and the issues that it's having... Um, if you if you're looking for coals or logs to throw on that fire, um, this would be something that I would throw on that 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 I would use to throw in that fire. Um, understanding how hollow this move is by Sony and what it what it portends for the game for mm-hmm. you know for the 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 consumers on on the PlayStation and thinking that they're going to play something meaningful with Spider-Man. And maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Maybe maybe there will be some, you know, like that the, they'll go out and they'll spend a lot of money yeah. 
to make sure that that Spider-Man is a fully fleshed out character and that's, you know, that there's stuff that the the PlayStation uh, consumers are going, going to be playing that that Xbox and PC players won't be playing. Yeah. Um, maybe that's the thing that that will happen. But I I really doubt it. Um, but if you don't have confidence in your console, if you don't have confidence in uh, the product that you're selling or you think that there may be problems with it, then maybe yeah. you do spend the money to secure things that will win hearts and minds because you know that you can't do it based off of your own product. Well, I mean, let me, I'm not saying that that's the case. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that someone could yeah. make that case. Let, let me put it this way. This is, this is a deal that is not good for Crystal Dynamics overall because if, if you think about it this way, yeah, there's over 125 million PlayStation 4s in the world, but there are there's probably double, maybe even triple that of Xboxes and Playstations in the world. Or no, Xboxes and right. PCs in the world. So th- mm-hmm. like I know for me personally, I'm refusing to buy this game now. Because A, I wanted to play it on my One X and then eventually my Series X because it, it they are the most powerful consoles ever to exist. Um, and I won't be able to play as Spider-Man. And yes, Cicero, you made a good, you make a good point. Yeah. Maybe he's just a shell of an avatar. Maybe he just has, you know, a special move set. There's not going to be any story, uh, or surrounding him. And that's, that's probably, that's probably what's going to happen. But at the very least, then give me some exclusive characters on Xbox and PC. Give me Wolverine. Um, I mean, I'll take Wolverine, do some exclusives for the other consoles that can save some face. And ultimately, you know, if, if, if I had Wolverine as an exclusive character, I'm, I'm inching closer to buying the game. You know what I'm saying? What, what, what if they make an exclusive character for the Xbox family of consoles? And it's Master Chief. Master Chief in the event. is an Avenger. <laughs> I mean, I mean, right. but like, but like, let's it would be let's make let's make that point. Right. Like Soul Calibur Two back in the day, yeah. every yeah. single mm-hmm. console had their own character, their own exclu- and that's yeah, that's exactly. to- that was that's awesome. awesome. That was I played awesome. as Spawn. Yeah. Spawn was the goat right. of Soul Calibur Two. But like right. you know, that's that's just not happening with this, and I think it it obviously shows bad on Sony, um, and it's going to prove bad in the long run. I think for Crystal Dynamics, and not and not to mention the the game hasn't wowed a lot of people anyway. So that is correct. Anyway, Jelly, that is correct. I, yeah. I watched I watched the uh, I watched some let's plays of some people playing through the beta and. The one thing that I will say is even as one of the people that that I was watching uh, was was talking about how much he enjoyed the game was uh, there was a sequence that he was playing where he was playing as the Hulk and the Hulk is, you know, it's the Hulk and he is punching things that are charging up and the punches are you know like he is removing hit points so that you can see the life bar draining on the characters but the characters aren't there they aren't re reacting to being punched by the hulk hmm. so this <clears throat> character is charging up for his own powerful attack he gets hit by the hulk 
and he's still charging up for his powerful attack. So, like, I'm not exactly sure yeah. if, if, like, I hate to say this, but the level of realism in this, you know, game with the giant <laughs> green <laughs> monster is, uh, and Iron you know, Man Thor, maybe yeah, a little lacking. I get you, right? But yeah, Spidey for all. <laughs> Yo, Sony has done three, maybe four good things with Spider-Man in the last decade. Right. The best thing, in my opinion. We'll, we'll start with that. In my opinion, IMO, Miles Morales, probably the best Spider-Man that we've gotten, in my in, opinion, hands this, down ever. Into the Spider-Verse, yep. Yeah, I freaking yeah. love it. I can't praise that movie enough. The comic book feel, the character, the way that they, right. the way that they did it. That movie is amazing. The second greatest thing that they've done, the game for PlayStation. That game is yes. gorgeous. It's beautiful. Yes. I love it. I'm super mad. It's one of the most things that I'm pissed about is that I can't play it because I don't have a PlayStation, so I don't even get the opportunity oh. to play it. The third thing, they allowed Marvel to have Spider-Man. That's such rights. a good point. When they, mm-hmm. when they owned the movie rights, Sony said, okay, Marvel, a.k.a. Disney, you can use it. They, you, can have your, you can have your character back? Yes, that's for, exactly we, it. We, we could let you hold and on. And then the arguably fourth thing is they stopped making their own live-action films because, yes. because they messed it up bad. They had Tobey Maguire, which yes. was good, and then and then the it got two. bad. Toby, yeah, the first then it got bad <laughs> by the third one, right. and then they Andrew Garfield it, and they no, it didn't work. I'll, uh, I'll do. I've I've I'll always defend the first Andrew Andrew Garfield film. Yes, yeah, ASM was was mm-hmm. good. I really enjoyed ASM. Yeah. Yes, it's the second one, the one with yes. uh, Jamie yeah. Foxx, yeah. yeah. Electro. Jamie Foxx. Oh, <laughs> Jamie Foxx was awful. Um, uh, Rhino was cool though. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. but the movie yeah. was bad. But the but movie was Rhino was only in like the last worse. scene. Yeah, they kept yeah. making worse versions, and Sony mm-hmm. has just not done a good job. They, like I said, with Miles Morales into the Spider Verse, they need to keep making those. I will oh, yeah. watch those forever until I die. That movie mm-hmm. was insane. Right. It was so good. Yeah, so good. So they good. let uh, Tom Holland <laughs> be Spider Man, which I think was perfect. The best casting they've had. Yes. He was actually young. He wasn't a man. Yeah. Uh, right. And he plays the character Peter Parker super well, perfectly, right. uh, yes, as well as uh, Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And then, right. yeah, other than that, I haven't seen him do anything good with Spider Man. Maybe it's time they give up and they give it back to where it should be, which is over with Marvel. They need to give those rights up and let yeah. everyone have a play. I mean, well, no, especially so coming. Here's to the, the thing. Game. Here's the thing, Jelly. They they don't own the rights to Spider-Man game-wise. I was just about to say you're falling into the trap, Jelly. Oh, I thought they owned. You're falling don't they into own the movie trap. Rights? Tur- they, they own, own the movie. Rights. They own the movie rights. So yeah. you, that's it. Just games, the movie rights. In games, they don't own them. Right. Like Spider-Man. Right. What are they? Do- what is the developer doing right now? So the Insomniac. The developer is getting was, money. Was, was, <laughs> is getting paid. right. The Insomniac was licensed to to make the. Uh, the Spider-Man game, and and it was a Sony exclusive. Sony paid just like prior to that. Insomniac made Sunset Overdrive, that was exclusive to the Xbox. Fantastic game! If you uh, have not played it, fantastic. Go play it now. Right. It's on yes, Game Pass. Please, go play. Go play. <laughs> yes, go play it. It's a great game. Um, and a lot of the DNA from from Spider-Man, you you can trace right back to Sunset Overdrive. Um, mm-hmm. But but yeah, so they you know Insomniac went back to Sony, and and they got the rights to make this game. Sony 
was like, hey, we've got the rights for the Spider-Man game. You guys want to make it? Yeah, sure. Hell yeah, we do. <laughs> and so they made the Spider-Man. So what I'm hearing you say is that uh, Mr. Spencer needs to throw down some of that cash that Xbox and Microsoft have got and throw yeah. it at one of these developers, there's, specifically there's two... that developer, to give us some Spider-Man on Xbox well, they, they or can't. Microsoft. Well, no. Insom- Sony's got to let go of the... Sony owns Insomniac now, so that's not going to happen. Right. Um, yeah. Well, the shoot. other. I've I've heard that I've heard that argument, Jelly. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't want Xbox doing these deals. I think it puts too much bad light on the on them um, if they did it, um, and it's just it's just not their mentality now. Xbox is so consumer friendly now that this is this is not a consumer friendly move. Um, and so what just, we really need is a third party to come out and say, hey, I'm willing to make the Spider-Man game for every console <laughs> and then have them sell it to every console. That developer has to be responsible like for, hey, right. I'm so going to give it to Sony. CD, I'm going to give it to CD Projekt Red. CD Projekt Red. We'll make, we'll make Spider-Man 2099. Miguel O'Hara. Yeah, that makes sense. Cyberpunk. You could just. And, yeah, mm, yeah, exactly. We go 22 years into yeah, the future. I like it. The, se- and we the find, sequel to we go to Nueva York, to Nueva York, Spider-Man 2099. Yeah, it's, it's Spider-Man 2099. Um, yeah, awesome. why not? And it'll be multi-platform cross-play, cross-generation. <laughs> Xbox That's PC exclusive. Cross-play, cross-saves. multi-platform. Coming everyone to Switch. Can hang out with everyone. <laughs> Cross-saves, yeah. Right. Dogs and cats sleeping together. Mass hysteria. <laughs> That's what we need, though. Especially in 2020. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yo, let's round it out. Yes. Let's close it out. Uh, Cicero, thanks for being here. Yes. Uh, tell everyone where Thank they you, can man. find you. Uh, give us some plugs. Uh, oh, okay. Well, uh, plug it in. Plug it in. Uh, if you like me, you can follow me on all social media platforms at Stubby Stan. S-T-U-B-B-Y-S-T-A-N. Um, plugging. Things to plug. Uh, we can talk about the Discovery Debrief podcast, this the Star Trek podcast that I am on, where we dive into uh, the latest treks into the Star Trek universe, uh, Star Trek Discovery, Star Trek Picard, uh, Star Trek Lower Decks, and um, you know the upcoming uh, what is it called uh, Star Trek. The Further Adventures, or I forgot what it's called, but The Pike Show with the Enterprise. Mm -hmm. Um, That show and Section 31 and all that stuff. Uh, Check us out at DSC Debrief. Um, You can also find me on the incomparable network of podcasts. Uh, We're celebrating our 10th year of doing podcasts. Uh, So, um, you know, this week, actually. So uh, look for a new and exciting podcast coming out uh, talking about our 10th anniversary at The Incomparable, um, as well as an episode where we draft our, our not our favorite, but we draft a Star Trek crew. Ooh, um, the best crew. And uh, feature, f- featuring, featuring yours truly. That's so, cool. uh, yeah, so we you know we did a Star Trek draft. There is also a one a, another draft that I was on was an X Men draft where we drafted an X Men team, and then we named that team. We gave that team a purpose um, that I, right. that I will highly recommend. I highly recommend you check out. Um, so yeah, so make sure you check out those things. 
And while you're checking out things that I'm involved with, I would uh, suggest that you check out my castmates over on uh, the D&D actual play game, Rivals of Waterdeep, that is featured on uh, twitch.tv slash DND, the DND Twitch channel, on Sundays Yo. at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific, where we actually sit down and play some Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. And uh, I am not on this season. We do 10-episode seasons. Nice. I'm not in this season, but I believe I'll be in next season. So cool. we'll, uh, we'll see what... Uh, what adventures and, and kind of shenanigans my character can shenanigans? get in with the rest of... Somebody say shenanigans. Oh, lots of shenanigans. <laughs> lots of shenanigans um, with uh, with the rest of my crew. So check us out uh, on Twitter, <laughs> at Rivals Waterdeep. Cool. Nice. Thank you, Cicero, a.k.a. Stubby Stan on socials. Go find him. Thank Mike. Thank you. Let's hear it. What you got um, for us? Yeah. What you been up to? What are you doing? We know where to find you. <laughs> yeah, I find me uh, at the 90s first uh, for the podcasting stuff. Um, and uh, just <clears throat> really thankful for a lot of the listeners. Um, just, you know, I, I don't look at the stats every month. Um, I really don't just because I love, I love doing the podcasting. And, you know, just looking at stats could potentially discourage you. But I know there's listeners out there. Um, and I just want to thank you, um, for giving Jelly and I the opportunity to just, uh, continue growing content. This is a brand new show. Um, and to be honest, I loved my time, you know, I loved my time the past hour and a half, whatever that we've been doing this. So, yeah, this has been um, great. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, thank you for, uh, giving us that opportunity and, uh, just kind of, uh, giving us, uh, some motivation to bring you more content. So, um, <clears throat> I would, uh, like to ask that if you guys have any ideas of like a cool, like video game segment that we could always, uh, always round out our, uh, our episodes with, just let us know. Um, this is, this was a fly by the seat of our pants first episode. So, um, just, uh, let us know if you want us to add something or, um, delete something or have have cicero on every week i mean i don't know i mean he's definitely better looking than me so um <laughs> but uh other than that um yeah just uh just been chilling i've been reading uh harry potter half-blood prince trying to finish the series nice. uh so yeah it's it's getting getting good um harry potter just kind of went under his invisibility cloak and uh eavesdropped Yo. on draco malfoy and you know so just doing, <laughs> nice. doing the dirty work so um so yeah just uh yeah that's it <laughs> that's all i got jelly where can we awesome. find you Yo, here, right here. I'm always here, 90s first. This is my thing. This is what I do. Uh, even though it's Mike's baby, he brought me along, and it's the only thing that I'm doing. Uh, I love this. I'm a podcast addict. I love that I finally get to be on them. I love talking and running my mouth. That's what I'm good at. Uh, my wife tells me all the time I can't shut up. So this was the perfect thing for me to do. Uh, find me here. Uh, if you guys have any feedback at all, please find us on our socials, the 90s first, 90s first underscore on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We got a page there too. Uh, let us know what you like, what you don't like. Give us some feedback. Uh, whatever you want to hear. I mean, we're always open for whatever you got. So hit mm -hmm. us up and uh, round it out with a, with a farewell, gentlemen. And thank you for being here. Cicero, thanks, man. Thanks for arguing with me, man. <laughs> 
Hey man, this was this was a blast. Yeah, I, uh, I could not you be know, you on listen, that last every, one. I just I just had to jump in on the Sony hate. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> hey, well, I mean, you couldn't beat me on oh. any of them, but but it was a blast. I'm just saying, I think I got you on the Sam Hi-ya! Fisher one at least. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe, but you know, it's all about chocolate and peanut butter. Uh, maybe. Yeah. 